providing you with health information and guests to elevate your health and life and help make your life better in 30 minutes or less. This is the Frontline Health Podcast. Have you heard the latest news about masks? There were a couple of studies that were released this week in regards to masks and one that confirms one of our firmly held beliefs here at Frontline Health. You must take ownership of your health. No one else will be a better advocate for your health than you. So what have we heard about masks since COVID began? CNN's health website from March of 2021 is probably the best example that you can still get to about what we heard throughout COVID. Let me take just a few minutes to read directly from their site. Masks save lives. The science is clear. Wearing face masks saves lives. Numerous studies have shown that masks are the single most effective way to protect yourself and others from contracting the coronavirus. Quote, masks are a two-way street. Masks protect you and me by preventing the spread of droplets and aerosol that may contain the virus, the CDC says in its mask guidance. Dr. Anthony Fauci, the nation's top infectious disease expert, has even started wearing two masks. There are many people who take the common sense approach, he told CNN. If you're talking about a physical barrier, and as the CDC recommends, you want at least two layers within the mask as a physical barrier, and you feel maybe more of a physical barrier would be better, there's nothing wrong with people wearing two masks. I often myself wear two masks. The CDC last week released new data suggesting that double masking can significantly improve protection. Layering a cloth mask over a medical procedure mask, such as a disposable blue surgical mask, can block 92.5% of potentially infectious particles from escaping by creating a tighter fit and eliminating leakage, researchers said. Masks can help protect pandemic gains, but abandoning face masks now could reverse those gains, health experts warn. With tens of thousands of Americans still being infected daily and more transmissible variants discovered, it's more important than ever to wear face masks and follow other safety guidelines. Please hear me clearly. At this level of cases with variants spreading, we stand to completely lose the hard-earned ground we have gained, said Dr. Rochelle Walensky, director of the CDC. I am really worried about reports that more states are rolling back the exact public health measures we've recommended to protect people from COVID-19, she said. Please stay strong in your conviction. Continue wearing your well-fitting mask and taking other public health prevention actions that we know work. Masks safeguard even the vaccinated. Health experts say that vaccinated people should continue wearing face masks for their protection and the safety of others. Masks are a sign of respect. In states without mask mandates, people who wear them can feel out of place. They should continue wearing them anyway, health officials say, not as a political statement, but as a sign of respect to vulnerable community members. 
Mask will help the U.S. return to normal. The pandemic has cut people off from family, friends, work, school, religious services, and more. Refusing to wear a mask won't bring any of that back. All it does is further delay our return to normalcy and make life a lot more dangerous, experts say. People say, when is it going to get back to normal? And I don't have to wear my mask anymore, Wynn said. That's not the right way to think about this. We want our businesses to come back. We want our churches to be open for in-person service and our schools open for in-person learning. We need masks to do that. I really think that is probably a great example of how we were bombarded in the news daily for several years. However, if you really look further into the article and try to find the evidence or the studies, they were only linked to the CDC or another article from CNN. There actually was never a link to any studies showing the effectiveness of masks. If you go to the CDC itself and research masks, it's really much the same, with the exception of a few studies that speak to gaps in masks and ways to reduce the gaps themselves, not about the effectiveness against COVID itself of you getting COVID from someone else. There are several studies on the CDC site that speak to the effectiveness of a mask keeping you from spreading the disease if you are symptomatic and in public. But listen to this actually from the CDC website at the bottom of their page. It's not in the article itself. So unless you were reading the end notes or the reference section, you wouldn't even see this. It says a cloth mask refers to any mask constructed from textiles or fabrics, both natural and synthetic, that is not a surgical mask or N95 respirator and is not intended for a personal protective equipment. At present, there are no national standards established for cloth mask, although such standards are under consideration by ASTM, the American Society for Testing and Materials. A medical procedure mask refers to any commercially produced mask regulated by the Food and Drug Administration under 21 CFR 878.4040 for performing medical procedures. These are variably labeled as surgical, laser, isolation, dental, or medical procedure masks. They may be variably shaped, including flat pleated, cone-shaped, or duckbill. Medical procedure masks are loose-fitting and are not expected to provide a reliable level of protection against airborne or aerosolized particles as N95 respirators regulated by the National Institute for Occupational Safety and Health. How many times during the last few years have we heard you need your mask to enter this location or you really should wear a mask for your neighbor? We even saw news that after this past Christmas break, several school districts in the U.S. in Los Angeles, New York, and Seattle went back to mandatory masks. The Department of Labor's website states that all federal employees, on-site contractors, and visitors, regardless of vaccination status, must wear a high-quality mask inside of federal buildings in areas where the COVID-19 community level is high or where it's required by local mask mandates, as further explained below. 
which to my surprise, several of those areas still requiring masks at their Department of Labor locations were located in Kentucky, Alabama, Mississippi, and even Florida, and not in California. And yet, on the CDC's own website, they place a footnote that cloth and medical masks are not reliable protection against airborne or aerosolized particles. In addition, do a little bit more research and you find that on World Economic Forum's website, it shows that the coronavirus is one-fourth the size of smoke particles. How many of you, or how many of us, when we went into a restaurant, could smell the food and smoke through those masks that we wore to protect ourselves? And if you can smell food or smoke through that mask, then the coronavirus, the flu, and RSV can make it through that mask. And a report this week actually points to that conclusion. The report was what many considered to be the gold standard group for evidence-based reviews. The research was actually a meta-analysis, which just means you take multiple studies and analyze those results to come to your conclusion. It was conducted by the Cochrane Institute, which looked at 78 randomized controlled trial studies from around the world with over 1 million participants. And they did this from low, middle, and high-income countries, and that took place in different settings, such as schools, hospitals, homes, offices, and child daycare centers. They actually conducted these studies during different seasons as well. They did it during a normal flu season. They did it during epidemic flu seasons, during the H1N1 flu outbreak in 2009, and during COVID itself, which included studies as recently as October of 2022. Their main goal was to find out if masks or handwashing kept people from getting a respiratory virus. And honestly, based on what we already knew, we should not be real surprised by the results that came of this study. In regards to medical or surgical masks, they found and reviewed 10 studies that took place in the community and two studies that took place with healthcare workers. And this is what they said. Compared with wearing no mask in the community studies only, wearing a mask may make little to no difference in how many people caught a flu-like illness or COVID-like illness. This consisted of nine studies and 276,000 people. And they concluded that it probably makes little or no difference in how many people have flu or COVID confirmed by a laboratory test. They did that with six studies and 13,919 people. The biggest side effect they found with these masks was a discomfort level, which I think anyone who wore a mask for any period of time can certainly attest to the fact that they're not very comfortable. In regards to the N95 mask, so what we were talking about with that first section was just medical or surgical masks. Typically those uh, blue-looking or blue-colored masks that you see. Then they also looked at those N95 and P2 respirators, and they found that there were four studies in healthcare workers and one small study that took place in the community. And they compared that with wearing 
medical or surgical mask. They found that wearing the N95 or the P2 respirators probably makes little to no difference in how many people have confirmed flu. That took place in five studies with 8,400 people. And it may make little to no difference in how many people catch a flu-like illness or respiratory illness. And again, they found that discomfort was the main side effect with those N95 and P2 respirators. However, in regards to hand washing, this is what they found. Following a hand hygiene program, they found that it may reduce the number of people who catch a respiratory or flu-like illness or have confirmed flu, compared with people who do not follow such a program. And that took place in 19 studies with 71,210 people. And probably the most interesting side point and needs a little bit more work on it is that the study suggested that there is actually a 1% increased risk of testing positive if you wore a mask. But really, again, the margins are kind of too small for us to say that this is a certainty or something that happens on a regular basis. So again, we need more more study on that. But what does this mean for us? It means everything we've known for years when it comes to our health and avoiding viral infections is really still true. We were always told to wash our hands. We were always told that masks are ineffective in preventing you from getting a viral infection. And they actually could increase your odds of testing positive. However, studies have shown that masks do help if you're sick and symptomatic to keep others from getting sick if we have to go in public. So if you're sick and you're symptomatic, wear a mask if you have to go in public. Obviously, the best choice is to stay home because if you're at home, you're not infecting the public when you're sick. We've also known that washing our hands is one of the best ways to avoid catching a viral infection. And this analysis certainly confirmed that conclusion. And I know that at the beginning of this podcast, I mentioned there were two studies regarding masks that were released this week. We've taken some time to review the first and most comprehensive study, but I just wanted to briefly touch on this second study on masks. The study was published in Frontiers in Psychology, and it originated from South Korea. And it states that those who consider themselves attractive are less likely to wear face masks than those who see themselves as less attractive. Not real sure what we can do with that information, but it certainly makes me rethink why so many folks were offering me a mask when I tried to go into different restaurants or other public places for that matter. But honestly, my hope is this podcast helps build your confidence and arms you with just a few truths that can help you drop that mask, unless you're sick and in public, that continue to push you to wash your hands and maybe reevaluate why so many people are offering you a mask when you go into a public place. So with that, we hope you go out and take ownership of your health today. Thanks for joining us for this edition of Frontline Health by CenturionLabs.com. We hope you enjoyed this episode and look forward to having you join us on our next episode of Frontline Health. 
Thanks for joining us for this edition of the Frontline Health Podcast by Centurion, where our desire is to elevate your health and life. If you found benefit from this episode or know someone who could, please pass it along. We'd love to hear any feedback or questions you may have by emailing us at admin at centurionlabs.com. Until next time, remember, you are your best health advocate. So go take ownership of your health today.